0: Welcome back to No More Nonversations. I'm excited about this one tonight. Ran into Channing and Shauna at Simply Wholesome. Came back, had some good food, and struck up some interesting conversations. Welcome, guys. Thanks for joining the podcast. Thanks for having us. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. So, so, um, I mean, we're just going to jump right into it. Uh, Channing, you were talking about how your sister came to you about how she could find a good man or where she could find a good man more specific, and you, you made a comment about how women overcomplicate things. things. <laughs> uh, sensitive
1: subject, but do you care to elaborate on that? Things? Sure, no problem. What? So I have a sister who uh, lives in Atlanta. She's been in Atlanta ever since graduation. She graduated from Clark in the middle 2000s. And to this day, she is still single. She's a beautiful woman. She has an MBA. She's successful. She has a cute puppy. She's <laughs> living the Atlanta dream. That's important. <laughs> I love girls with cute puppies. <laughs> Got it. You know, she was actually Miss Clark Atlanta University. Oh wow! So she rode on the back of the limousine or back of the uh, convertible with a mm-hmm. little sash with the crown and everything, and all the haters in the in the audience. It was beautiful. So. <laughs> Uh, she came to me and was like, Channing, (laughs) she said, Channing, I want to meet a man. And I was like, as you should, you're a grown woman. And she says, where can I meet a good man? You know, you're good. You know good guys. I'm like, yeah, you know, I got my frat brothers and all. We're cool. And then she asked me where to meet them, and I went in to explain where to meet them. And I could look at her face and tell almost immediately that she was uninterested in going to any of these places. And the first place I suggested to her was the golf course. I've been golfing with my my uncles since uh, I was a kid. I love golf. It's a place where you can really uh, both uh, politic. You can do deals, and you can really expand your thinking because golf is more like an obsession than it is a sport. You will never master golf. So it's always something to improve upon, which is a good metaphor for life. Mm -hmm. A lot of people who are successful love golf for that reason. They go there with other like-minded people, and it really puts you in a place to really have growth. And I told her to go to a golf course, and she immediately looked at me like I was crazy. Why would I go to golf course? I'm like, why not? So right then and there, it was going to be an uphill battle because I knew that she did not want to really, she didn't want to really get the advice and she wanted someone to kind of give her confirmation that she wasn't doing things the wrong way. It was basically the world that was not bending to her will rather than her having to change.
0: Where was she going where was because she obviously wasn't going to the golf course, and I think you also mentioned like go to the golf course, go to cigar bars, yeah, go to uh, go to go to places where the good men are, so to speak. <laughs> so where was
1: she attempting to find these good men? Well, like a lot of young black female professionals in Atlanta, she was going to the hookah bars, okay, which are everywhere in every strip mall in Atlanta. Uh, when you go to a hookah bar you're set at a table with your group so you really can't you know get up and mingle because you're kind of sitting there the entire time unless there's a dance floor or something which most of them do not and most of them at least the ones i've gone to there the lighting is a little too high <laughs> to really interject some some flirting you know you need, you need a little low lighting to start flirting because sometimes people are shy
0: so the low lighting helps people flirt in these yes.
1: in these settings. Yes, it does. Okay, but low
0: lighting and alcohol. Low lighting and alcohol. Yes, okay. sir. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Yes, sir. Okay. And
1: so she would go with her girlfriends. Strike number two. She would be with her girlfriends to the hookah bars, and they would see men in the hookah bars, but they would not approach these men in the hookah bars. And the second thing I told her was, you don't have to go up to them and drag them back to your chair but at least let them see you in their space of a of, of, uh, of vision. Walk past them, maybe accidentally bump into them. Reach over something next to them to grab a napkin. Look over to them and just smile. A real man, in my opinion, all we need is the the avenue to make our move. We don't have to have you do the work for us. Just let us know there's some sort of interest there and we'll do the rest. And sometimes that's too much for them to do. Okay, okay. Um, I have a lot. A
0: lot is running through my mind right now. Uh, Shauna, would you like to speak today?
2: (laughs) I want to hear more (laughs) before I make my...
1: What are you looking for? I mean, he's savvy. He laid out the plan. He he laid out the strategy. Okay,
2: okay. And then what?
1: And then I can give you a perfect example of something that's happened to me in real life. So I will go to Whole Foods. I will go to the deli. I've had on more than one occasion a woman in the deli line come up to me in the deli line, lean forward, standing next to me in the deli line, pretending to look at me.
2: That was me in the deli line. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And they would. I'm that woman. They would either bump into me, yeah, or they yeah.
1: would do something yeah. with their hair, like yeah. kind of reach over so yeah. they could lean forward, and they would go,
2: "Oh, excuse me." Right. She wants. She wanted you to see her. Yeah,
1: there, there it is. It, but it yeah. worked. Okay, I immediately saw her. Like, wow, yeah. who's that? Yeah, my move. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I
2: guess the reason why I didn't know what to say beforehand is because I'm not. I'm. I'm more like the woman in the deli than mm. I am the woman the, than your sister. Yeah. Um, I don't have issues introducing myself to people in general. Mm. I just I'm an extrovert. I've never met a stranger. Um, and so if I find someone to be attractive, I'm just going to tell them to walk right up to them and say, and introduce myself and say hi and, you know, go from there. Um, so yeah, I mean, it sounds like your sister was kind of overcomplicating things. I mean, she had, she had in her mind that what she was doing was the right thing and that, you know, it, that. She that she couldn't be that it couldn't be changed. Men are very simple. Men are. Excuse me. Simple. Oh, okay. Men Just are. Just want to simple. make sure
0: I heard correctly. <laughs> Men Got are it. simple. Got it.
2: Men want to eat. They want to sleep. They want to go to work. They want to play. And what else? They want some peace and quiet. <laughs> they want some time to create, and then they want sex, and then and. Typically, they kind of want to do those things like one at a time. Um, um, not that they can't, you know, double task or whatever. But it's men. Men are more simple than women. Women. Women do not realize how simple men are. And I believe that when a woman understands how simple a man is when it comes to just existing, and especially trying to coexist with other women, with women, um, we do make it complicated. We overcomplicate compl- over it. Women will have 18 tabs open it on a computer and in our brains are, we have 18 tabs open. But, for, but men, it's like one or two at a time. And you handle those one or two within the allotted amount of time because that's just how it is.
0: Yeah, I, I was about to Try and find a flaw with your argument. But, <laughs> but the the, uh, the internet tab analogy is spot on. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, yeah. if I got more than two tabs open, we're going to stop right yeah. now. <laughs> and we're going to close one of these tabs before we move on.
2: I can open up my laptop right now. Yeah. There's probably 20 tabs open. Okay. And they're all different parts of my life. They're all different things that I need to come back to later on. And I don't want to forget. And it's just easier to keep it open metaphorically with women we're like that too we've got to we've got to wake up in the morning and we've got to wash our hair and we've got to make sure that we have that we present a certain way and especially for black women we got to make sure that we're we're conforming to some societal norm temporarily or however long whatever it is so that we can move ahead in life mm. and men are not that complicated they're you have you have division amongst men, but men collectively are pretty simple. And but women, we're all over the place because we utilize our emotions a lot more than than I would say men do. Um, we're a little bit more uh, in touch with our with our feelings and in ways that men aren't, um, or at least don't try to be. I would say, uh, not that you aren't, and not that you're not capable of it at all it's just that you know if, if i'm good at this because i've been working on this more often in my life then i'm good at it, good at it um but yeah i mean my my thoughts about um oh uh, yeah we just if women only knew how simple men are and then we wouldn't have to work so hard to gain the man's approval gain gain man's tension attention, attention. Um, but unfortunately our society allows for us to be slightly ignorant um, to the simplicities of men and if only we could you know sit around and talk about how simple y'all are okay y'all so
0: are. so I, I want to get your input here in, in, in a minute Channing uh, if, but I have a question for you Shauna okay. so men are simple you've got <laughs> us figured out <laughs> Uh, no, I don't. The jig is but,
1: up. No, no. <laughs> no <laughs> I don't. Most us for No, <laughs>
0: guys, stop no. trying to over overcomplicate it. You know they know they they figured us out. Abort mission. Abort. Plan B. I get some death threats in my house now. Shut <laughs> up! Shut the fuck up!
2: Right
0: <laughs> so, so tell me oh, this: yeah. what's what do you think are men's top three priorities in order <laughs> I, think... I need you to say it now speak up speak up be
1: real be I real i think
2: that men want to eat sleep and fuck.
1: that's our top three priorities really
2: Maybe. I don't know. Wow. You asked me on the fly. I don't know. They
1: don't know. No, no, you, know, you gotta figure it
0: out. I'm not you saying out. that. I'm not saying no. that. I
2: think so that I, I number think, one. I think that I think that um I think that men are more primal than women when it comes to what how how they maneuver in this world. Like we would the like the fact that no, not even there. there. But like, huh. um, no, no, you should go there. You no, should, no, no, there. okay, no, fair. because we're right. we weren't talking about it during the podcast. We were talking about it before the podcast. So, so we could. Oh, that's okay. No, no. All
0: right, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All
2: right. But, I mean, I think that like you guys just, y'all just deal in in, in thoughts, whereas women deal in feelings, a lot of times. Um, we see the world through our through our feelings. We see the world through our hearts. We see the world um, through our soft skills, like like that. Not that we don't have hard skills. And not that men don't have soft skills. But I think that you know we tend to we tend to um, see the world um, from a more nurturing perspective, and not so much from a reactionary. Um, headstrong perspective um, both are absolutely necessary because our mind our bodies are built with minds and hearts um, we're built with gut emotions and logic I mean we we, we all of it coexists together which is why um, I mean I'm assuming that's just why we have men and women on, on the planet but um yeah I think that I that that's that's
0: that's it. I don't even know what else to say. Channing, would you like to
1: <laughs> fill those comments, sir? I mean, I can respond to what she believes a male's top three priorities are.
2: Oh, go for it. Go for I it. Like I could have been eat. wrong. Eat?
1: Did you say like eat? eating? Yeah. Okay. So number one, we just want to feed our mouth with this food and morsels. And are you not hungry? Yeah, we get hungry, but yeah. it's not our number one priority. Maybe. At least in my opinion. Okay. Maybe some men, they wake yeah. up and they say food. Okay. Can you okay. pull your chair a
0: little closer just to the microphone so everybody can hear you? you okay. Maybe
1: some men get up in the morning and just think about food. Mm-hmm. It's been my experience that I find women think about food far more often. Oh, yes, I do. Even, especially while oh, eating food, yeah. thinking about other meals they yeah. can potentially eat. Oh, so before yes. we jump into the yeah. priority for women, because <laughs> yeah. we can definitely go yeah. there. Yeah. So I we be are definitely going there. But,
0: okay, so commenting on her uh-huh. her order of operations for men, right. eating, sleeping, and, and sex. That's yes.
2: not the order of... Oh, That's guys. what you gave. Oh, jeez. Okay, go for it. Go for it. <clears throat>
1: It's been my experience, in my opinion, that most men do things as a means to an end to accomplish a goal. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: a man, a man's value in this world is dependent on his ability to achieve goals mm-hmm. and to acquire some level, of some sort of status. Mm-hmm. And food just doesn't go there because food is a prerequisite of all human beings mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, we all have to eat to live, mm-hmm. but we don't all have to be the CEO or the janitor there's many steps in between so so to me eating is something that's a kernel uh, uh, right but it's not something that's uh, a that we think about because we all have to do it in my opinion at least from the men that I've been around in my life mm-hmm. every man has certain phases you know when you're a child you do childish things so when they're when men are young we're trying to jockey for uh, dominance on the playground who's the fastest who's the hardest-hitting who's the the quickest, whatever, you know. And then when you become in, out of school, it becomes more of a cerebral thing. You know, which person is the most witty? Which person can have the most banter? Which which guy knows what to of to girls? You know. And then it becomes once you get out of school in the in the professional world, it becomes an acquisition thing. Which man is able to perform? Mm-hmm. Which man is able to achieve and accomplish his goals? And we know from a young age. Unlike women who are told they're special, we are told we're not special, and that it's what we accomplish that determines our value mm-hmm. to society. Mm-hmm. And so, that's my opinion. So, what to to, to reiterate? Okay. What is your order of operations for men? Uh, I guess it would be uh, the main priority is to be able to. I guess, accomplish your tasks, you know, which goes along with success. Uh, every man, number one, his first thing he thinks about in the morning should be how to complete his goals, okay? Because from that, everything else is going to be enveloped in that. Depending on how you accomplish your goals, your life will go in one trajectory or another. So there, there will always be a trajectory because every every decision you make equals another decision not made and vice versa. A no decision is a yes over here. And so, to me, that's the main priority of most so-called men is their <laughs> ability to have a goal and to accomplish that goal.
0: So, okay. is that like a professional goal, you mean? Like, you said status? Yeah, status. So, okay. Status can
1: be professional, it can be, you know, blue-collar, whatever it is. To have a goal and to meet that goal is what most men attempt to do, mm-hmm. which is the main priority. The secondary priority is protection, mm-hmm. meaning Again, from my point of view, every man is pulling this earth to be a protector, a provider of his, his family, whether it be your immediate family, like sisters or moms or whoever, or your extended family, or your own new nu- nuclear family that you create on your own. So you have your, your accomplishing your goals, attaining status and wealth, then the comes the protection part. Based on the wealth and status you've created for yourself, you, you create an umbrella for your immediate family. That's the that's the second tier of your priorities. And then unfortunately for most men, and most men can attest to this, the third part of that is your personal likes and, and goals. Things that you want to do, like hobbies. You know, most men, once they can get the bag, get the family, now in their free time between the bag and the family, they'll take up some sort of skill. You know, a lot of guys like to tinker and their in their in their workshops or fix things. Most men love working with their hands. Not all men, but on the average, guys feel content to create with our hands. It's a primordial thing. And that's, to me, the first, the high three things. And those carnal wants fall into that. Once the man is able to get the bag and get the protection, then he can get the sex. I don't believe any man should be having sex and having babies with any woman without C column A and C column B, because you're out of order, which creates the current society we have now. It's out of order.
0: Mm. Mm. Oh, okay. I mean, I I pretty much uh, agree with that. Um, It's best. It's best when you have the correct order of operations, and you know, wife and kids is probably third for most men, Mm -hmm. out of uh, the top three. Um, Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So, what would you say is the? What would you say are the top three
1: priorities? For women? I believe the well again, I'm not a woman. I can only speculate. Before I say anything, <laughs> let me say I put the disclaimer out yeah, I can only speculate based on the we put women. The I've, been, online? No, oh, I've been oh, about <laughs> that's <messed> up, <clears throat>
2: Um
1: I believe that again, most of our actions are carnal in nature. They 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 arise from a time before civilization. Okay. So in my opinion, just like most men should be trying to have acquisitions as their primary goal, most women, I think, attempt to become acquired, either consciously or subconsciously. They want to be under protection of a man, not a boy. And that's number one. Number one. Okay. Number one is to be able to be under something or someone who can provide and protect you. And part two of that, once you've acquired that, you get the freedom. Number two is... I know it sounds not popular, but part two of that is motherhood, in my opinion. Most women, subconsciously or consciously, want to create their own children and love their own children. And that can only successfully be done from part one, which is to become part of the new family. Whereas the man is the head of the household and she is the woman of the house, now we're a unit. Now I have the children. Again, it's not always popular. People don't want to admit that because it's common world. People don't agree to that. That's why I say consciously or unconsciously, people do certain things. And part two, part three of that is once you accomplish those first two goals, then again, you have your own personal goals. You know, you want to do the, whatever things you enjoy to do that you always want to do in your personal life, whatever tasks, whatever types of, of hobbies you want to enjoy. In my opinion, those are the three things that create health in a in a healthy woman is being knowing that you're protected, Creating something that you can love and the freedom to enjoy your endeavors. Okay, so top three
0: priorities in your eyes Mm. for women: find a husband, have kids, enjoy life. I
1: didn't say it was popular. (laughs) I I, I I
0: didn't didn't say say I was just clarifying. I didn't say it was popular. Okay, I was just clarifying. Let me give
1: me give you me give you some context for that. Most people don't realize, or maybe they don't study, is that the common occurrence of modern marriage was not shared by commoners marriage was something that was an institution for land and wealth transfer okay by by nobles serfs were not getting married in the way we get married today they would find somebody they'd like and it would be common law and if they got married fine but it had no real standing in the law the king could come down, come down and take your wife tonight and there's nothing you can do about it because you weren't really married to her because you have no title. You're nobody. You are working his, the king's land. okay? So that being said, within the last 150 years or so, Hallmark and whatever modern institutions have come to this new modern nuclear family, shall we call it. Whereas man marries his woman and they have a ring and all this. Just think about this for a second. What? expensive rings were being worn 200 years ago by anybody it didn't exist because there was no marriage bans this was wealthy people doing this tradition not regular people regular people live foot to mouth for most of humanity okay and people don't realize that because they just don't know because no one's told us we're living in the middle time of history when things were already invented for us and we're living off the previous inventions of our, our forefathers so that being said It's different now. We are doing something that had never been done. Everyone can get married now and their marriage is respected by the law. That's a new tradition that was not not accepted before. So now, whereas before, a woman would almost never choose her husband. Her husband was chosen by her father, okay? In most societies, it was chosen by her father because her father was either to end the war or to acquire wealth. I'm going to have my my farmer's daughter marry this farmer's son over here. And we're going to join our families. And that's the way it was. And once they were married, they grew into the love for each other. They oftentimes were virginal brides. They didn't even see each other until their wedding day. Because what's the point? Our point of getting married is just for title transfer. It's not for love at all. All this love and all this family stuff is a hallmark. It it was invented by a company to sell you cards and chocolate and stuff. It didn't exist until 150 years ago. And that's just the way it is. Sean? You're about to bust.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking that is a very (laughs) heritim
1: Correct me if I'm wrong. No, it's not. It's not that you're...
2: I'm I'm not going to say that you're wrong. I'm just going to say that that's a... a, uh, Cis males,
1: cis male point
2: of view, I mean, or not point of view, but <laughs> they are
1: there only I believe they are only heterosexual people at this table, so
2: yeah, cis I male? mean if, no, I don't know
1: what
0: cis male means. Cis, cis is in, in tell them, go ahead tell them.
2: Cis is in your that that you are male, you identify as male, and you uh, appear male.
1: Cis that male. was that was invented because now there are people who appear to be a certain gender and are not. Right, so <laughs> yeah, and she did kind of
0: say cis male like it was a bad thing. No, yeah. no, no. So like, it is, is yeah, bad thing. I'm just saying uh, that like, you're speaking Yeah, I'm a male. male female. Female. What yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm saying,
2: okay, what I'm saying is that I'm giving, you're giving the perspective of someone who is a heterosexual male, like mm. all of Everything that you just said is, is is fact, but unfortunately some of that didn't wasn't allowed or accepted for people who were not heterosexual. Mm-hmm. So, and and you're also speaking from the perspective of someone who is talking about a monogamous relationship mm-hmm. and we understand that in that there are many ways to be with people. Correct. So um, you're speaking as someone who is. I'm assuming you you enjoy monogamy. Mm. You enjoy being a heterosexual mm. cis male. Mm. But there are a million ways to exist in this world, and not just a straight man's point of view. That's all.
1: I agree. That's all. I was speaking from a. You're speaking as a straight, straight male's point right, of view. Right, right. I, I can't attest right. to Would you how expect him to speak, to speak from the point of, yeah. of view of someone else? No, no, no I'm yeah. not, I'm why would you do that? I'm not exactly. <laughs> I understand where that argument is. Then. There's
2: no <laughs> argument. There's, there's no argument. You told me that there's that I am that I'm about to burst over here. But the main difference is that you know you're speaking from a man's perspective, mm-hmm. and I hear that as a single woman who is in her 40s. Mm-hmm. Who is I hear when I hear the first thing that you feel in your opinion is that. Women are looking to be protected and mm-hmm. that they're looking to be that they're looking to have have kids, and mm-hmm. then they're looking to create. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've done the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. I have created a, a life and a lifestyle for me based off of my interests. Mm-hmm. I wasn't looking for a man mm-hmm. to provide that for me right um thankfully my dad provided a stable home for me when i was growing up and so i i grew up with the idea that i do have the 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 uh the the freedom to go out into this world and and create my own reality but it was never for me under the desire that i would find a man first in order to then be able to do that
1: so by your own admission because your dad did follow these, these tropes, you are able to be the person you are today.
2: Mm-hmm. But you okay. just said that, but what you're saying is that the cycle should continue with women. And that's just where I, I mean, I hear what you're saying, and I respect that that's your opinion. No, I, but I was in my, from my pers- history point of view, that's the way you're, it's been. You're speaking from a historical point yeah. of view, which is fine, but I'm, I, the reason why the steam is coming off of my head <laughs> (laughs) is because you know that's not that's not always every woman's story well
1: there are no absolutes there are no no absolutes but but as you said
2: you asked me what my opinion was and so i'm giving you my opinion my opinion is that i hear what you're saying however i understand that you're coming from that perspective and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna rag on you (laughs) for not thinking about it from my perspective just like you're not just like I can understand why your sister wants to go to a hookah bar in Mm -hmm. order to meet men Mm -hmm. because that's a fun activity for her. Mm -hmm. But there's not a lot of men that go to a hookah bar. That's her perspective. Mm -hmm. That's what she wants to do. And I understand that for you, that, that, that you think that, that having that male female dynamic means that you got to get the bag. You got to have priorities first. You got to get the bag and then you're able to create. No, I, your opinion. Your absolute opinion, but there are other ways,
0: and so, I, there. And
2: I'm not going to list all of the other ways, but absolutely, yeah, there yeah. are
0: there are other ways. So I think there's there's a slight uh we're, we're it's like we're missing each other here. So mm-hmm. Channing is speaking in generalities for most women, and mm-hmm. you gave your individual <laughs> perspective. No, on, I'm not
2: giving my individual. I haven't even. Well, said, you did give I, your. I'm not You said giving, you worked
0: backwards in that in that. Scenario. I
2: personally worked backwards, but he also. I mean the. The pathways that both of us took, mine is unconventional compared to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. My personal right, path right, right. in life has been unconventional. Right, right. I'm not saying that my personal path is the norm for all women. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that if you want to know why the steam came off of my head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because it didn't resonate because with Because it you. doesn't
2: resonate with me. That's fair. I'm not even knocking the fact that it is not resonatable. Okay.
0: so gen- okay. generally speaking, mm-hmm. what do you think is the what do you think are the order of priorities for most women?
2: Well, that wasn't my question. You asked him that. And asked
0: now him I'm asking me. you
2: asking... <sighs> I think in our society now that we have uh, more equalities than our parents' generations um, and our grandparents. I think that women are concerned about their, I think that we're concerned about our wellness more. We're concerned about exploring exploring those opportunities to create and to whether it's in, and when I hear when I when you said create earlier, I was thinking, yeah, motherhood, yeah, or just birthing something out of them whatever is inside of them, birthing that idea and working on it Mm -hmm. um, and developing that idea the same way that you raise a child. Um, I think that we are, um, I think women in, in our society nowadays are interested in trying to figure out what is inside of them and birthing that out. And if there's someone that can come along to assist in that, then we'll welcome that. But we're not necessarily prioritizing having that, having someone to be the partner to then allow us to have to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we have a lot more freedom and independence as women compared to my parents' generation, my you know my grandparents and before that. Um, so we, I think that women now more than ever are looking for partners we're not necessarily looking to be taken care of but rather we're looking to coexist with someone and 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 achieve a certain goal together not so much to be possessed and to be acquired but rather to just coexist
0: okay that's interesting yeah um (laughs) No, I completely agree. I think, I think the modern woman is, um, has definitely been evolving. Definitely been evolving. And we kind of talked about this mm-hmm. the other night. Um, I, I don't think uh, there is an equal for the black woman. Because she is, has constantly had to overcome so many adversities. And, and, and you know, when, there are things that women have to experience that men just don't understand. You know, mm-hmm. something as simple as going for a jog after the sun goes down. Would never do it. It never right. It it's never not something it. that crosses our mind. We it put on our it. shoes yeah, and we go. Never do it. I it would never. And do so it. we're we're not going to be able to like fully understand what it means to walk in the shoes of a woman. Oh. when we
2: see like, women jogging at night, we're like, that's a that's 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 a that's an amazing woman. Right. Right. We're like, that's a badass right there because <laughs> I would <laughs> never do it. Yeah.
0: And because and th- that's something that, you know, Channing and I don't think about. It's when we want to walk through the world unnoticed, we can walk through the world unbothered. Mm-hmm. Nobody will say a word to us or even look in our direction for the mm-hmm. most part if we if we really want that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think we'll ever be able to understand uh, what it's like to walk in the shoes of, of women, especially black men trying to understand what, how black women operate and what they experience on a daily basis. Um, but I, there, there might be some merit to, um, to the priority for women uh, wanting a partner. Um there there might be some merit. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm spitballing here. Don't 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 shoot me yet. Don't don't <laughs> shoot me yet. Um but I, I feel like, you know, because society has conditioned women for thousands of years to put so much stock in how they look, mm-hmm. I think women have a large task ahead of them and they, which they're probably working on about deconditioning their identity from their actual appearance because there's a lot you can, I mean, that's why nail salons and hair salons are so doggone popular, you know, because you guys pay attention to the aesthetics constantly. You're worried, like you said, you, you, you know, you, when you wake up in the morning, you know, you're, you're, you're looking in the mirror, you're putting in the makeup, you're choosing your outfit. Uh, you, because you know that people are constantly judging you based on your aesthetic. Based on your presentation.
2: We're always seen. And a lot of times women, a lot of times women don't want to be seen.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. It's hard for women to be invisible Mm -hmm. in the world. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: I mean, and it's ironic because women are invisible in, in, in society in terms of like, you know, protections. Right. But in terms of like me going to the grocery store and trying to go in and not be seen or not try to get hit on or not try to be acknowledged. Yeah. I mean, we're always we're always being told to that we're too much of something and we are told that we're too little of something all the time. There's always a there's always an opinion about what a woman does or what a woman is or how she exists in the world that ain't got shit to do with a man most of the time. Right. right. Yeah.
0: Then and that's and, and and going back to the point that it's things that don't have to do with a man a, a man because it's like it, yes it's like for the longest time for thousands of years not only has not only has w- the woman's identity been steeped in the aesthetic but her identity has also been largely tied to whether or not she has a man.
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: It's and and and, and I think. That's something that you. I think that's an innate because that's that's born in us to you know to be attracted to the opposite sex and to want to procreate. But I think the 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 need and desire for that has been um, magnified for women mm-hmm. uh, and exploited in women, um, and which has forced you all to have a, a certain connection to that. That I think again with the with the rise of the independent woman that she's trying to to separate herself from. But I, I do think that's think it's a desire that women want. I, I used to have a friend in college, very, very, very pretty friend. You know, she was on the track team and she would, you know, put on her makeup and get dressed. And I saw she put so much effort into it. And I was like, hey, I was like, if you dressed up one day, got got all done up to the nines and walk through the courtyard, or, you know, all day, if, if nobody complimented you, your feelings would be hurt. But again, I think that's, I think that's, but I think that's true for, I see you shaking your head, maybe I should not have said that, but it's true. But no, she laughed, she laughed at it, because she she was like, I mean, because like, when we dress up, we want attention. And that's good, that's not just women, that's men too. If you see a a man put on a suit, you see a man put on his shoes, got the clean cut, Mm -hmm. and you know, he's going to a party and nobody compliments on his his aesthetic, his feelings are going to be a little hurt. That goes for that goes for everybody. I, I think that
1: goes for. Everyone. That goes
0: for everybody. So I'm not okay. singling out right, women. Right. That goes okay. for everybody. Right. But I'm saying I'm that let let this because Go ahead. let let it evolve. Yeah. Give me a minute. Don't shake me, down. No, yeah, no, don't no. Shoot me I'm, down. I'm patient yeah. over here. I'm patient. You know, patient. but because the you, because your the woman's stock has been steeped in the aesthetic. And the ability or, or the, uh, I, I suppose, the the, the, the status, the, mar- the marital status or the partnership status of that woman, I think that has become, that's something that you guys have, have magnified and you can't really forget about. So, mm-hmm. this idea of the independent woman, it's like trying to separate, way, separate away from the fact that for all these thousands of years, we've only been seen as, uh, you know, property,
1: right. pretty much. Right. but. but- people oftentimes also forget that it was also based on necessity. People sometimes forget that society is only as polite as they're allowed to be. If for some reason tomorrow the power was lost at the power station and there was no more electricity and no more phones, we would immediately revert back to a kernel nature and the number one person who would be endangered would be women because of the nature of men okay so the reason for that because there was no electricity for most of humanity and most of, of whatever it was by necessity they had to be attached to a man because being out there amongst the wolves as a woman on your own was dangerous and so that is a tradition and is now it's becoming less necessary because now we have rules and laws in society but like you just admit it You're not going jogging at night. Mm -hmm. I have never given a second thought to go out at night. Mm -hmm. And I didn't just hear what you said just now because I've heard this argument before. It was a friend of mine. She and I had went to get something to eat, and we were sitting in the car in front of her condo, and she made a a point to show me something. She's like, look out here. What do you see? And I'm sitting there. I'm like, I see people. And she's like, no, really look. And what she showed me was every single woman who was on the street was accompanied by a friend mm-hmm. either a man or another woman mm-hmm. in groups and mm-hmm. the men were just walking by themselves mm-hmm. doing whatever mm-hmm. but every single woman was with someone else mm-hmm. and she was like you see we can never be alone because it's dangerous for us mm-hmm. this being a woman mm-hmm. because of the way the world is mm-hmm. and I had never thought about that mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, it blew my mind, and now I can't not see it.
2: Women are, right, well, right, women yeah. are more I see prone it. to think in terms yeah. of community because for us there's safety and numbers. Right. Yeah,
1: And that's because the world if is a dangerous place. If the
2: electricity went out and there was no, what did you say? No, no Society. Phone, no, no police, phone, no phone, I'm no nothing. I'm coming mother. to your house, <laughs> I'm going, I'm going to stay here. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be, you know, I, it's, I'm hanging with y'all.
1: Because I know exactly. that
2: I won't be hurt if exactly I'm, if I'm with y'all. And that's yeah. what I
1: mean with the first thing about what's the hierarchy. It's because I, mean.
2: I like you guys.
1: <laughs> but that goes along with the hierarchy <laughs> because it, it's it becomes a necessity. Right. Like if the power goes out, like they're gonna be afraid of me. Okay? because well, 'cause I'm a six foot four black man. I become their worst nightmare mm-hmm. and I'm just walking the street. Then they could be afraid of you, you be like, get her. They see me, gonna be like, run. You see what I'm saying? Right. And that's the difference. And it's not, it is a double standard. But that's the way it is in this world.
0: And that's a and that's a very, I mean, that's, those are great examples. Because like, those are things that we okay. don't really think about. And it wasn't until just a few weeks ago when you guys brought to my attention. I was like, oh, like, for women, the world is a dangerous right. place. It's dangerous. It's like but actually I- dangerous. <laughs> it's like we It's something, you and I here, it's like, Whatever. yeah, it's a dangerous place. There's some, there's some neighborhoods you probably don't want to go to. Don't go on that side of the street. Hey, you know, i know." Right?
2: Of myself as a strong woman, I have no problems walking the streets by myself. I know certain neighborhoods to do that and what not to. But even as someone who identifies as being a strong woman, yeah, this is a scary place. Right, it's an absolutely scary place. And and so
0: it's like, in and and I think what that speaks to is like the amount of. Not perceived freedom, but actual freedom. Mm-hmm. Like men are freer mm-hmm. than women mm-hmm. are, right. which I think allows us to to navigate away from those um those those restrictions or, or, or the labels that are placed upon us. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I say Channing's, you know, a six foot four black man and he's intimidating, you know, he know he kinda knows what that means, but he can also shake it off mm-hmm. and move in different circles and still be cool. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, if 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 you know so, like, women putting, you know, saying, like, yeah, I'm an independent woman. And, like, I'm strong. I got my own money. I have my own business. I'm powerful. I make my own decisions. I don't need a man to make me. But if all, the, if, if all the lights get cut out, it's like, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's like the, the independent thing kind of goes away. You can't, like, you can't, I mean, it, and, you know, it, you know, and it's, it's we, we laugh about it, but it's like a serious thing. And, of course, you know, women, you know, like, oh, well, I got my Glock, you know, I got my piece. I'm going to protect me, you know, and, like, that's true. Um, But, you know, it's still that that fear that that women have to consider and live with on a daily basis, which is largely responsible for how you move through the world and what you have to do to feel safe Mm -hmm. and to feel like your life carries value.
2: In general, women are not afraid of other women. We're afraid of men.
0: And that's the and yes and that's the other that's the other really interesting thing and it's like they're not afraid of women they're they're more afraid of men and that makes sense but it's also what's interesting is like the dressing you know like when women like to get dressed up they like to look
1: pretty like to feel good for themselves let's start there let's start there let's start there
0: okay okay we all okay. like okay. to dress up and feel yeah. good. So what of is course. that based on
1: what, what are they wearing to feel good about themselves
2: it doesn't matter it doesn't matter okay I feel really good about myself in my t-shirt dress okay. right now. Okay, I could also throw one. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Shannon,
0: it doesn't sound like you believe that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. You don't think I feel confident about well, myself? I'm sure you're very
1: confident at this moment, but I'm also sure you wouldn't wear that to the mall.
2: I, first off, <laughs> I have morals to fall because I love my t shirt dress. Absolutely. See, you know what? Because you've only seen me in my cycling stuff, okay? You don't know me in my casual life, right? No, I'm. I,
1: it does have pockets.
2: It has pockets, first right. and foremost. And Yes, yes. But, no, I mean,
1: go, go on. Go all I was going to say is it's ironic that women do not feel safe in the society because it's actually society that makes black men unsafe. If there was no society, we would actually be safer because we would be safer than what society. What I mean by that is what's the one institution in society that men, black men have to dread? Law enforcement, okay? If there was no law enforcement, we would have no issues in society.
2: But are we talking about? I mean, are we bringing race into this, or are we Yeah, I bring race into okay. this.
1: Okay. Like you said black women, so I the black man. That's the only thing we have to fear is the institution mm-hmm. against us. Because in terms of other than that, if the lights did get cut out and it went back to survival of the fittest, mm-hmm. we would immediately be on top because because the first okay. thing that runs out okay. is bullets. People think that guns are going to save them. Guns are not going to save anybody. because save you for the first month. Okay. <laughs>
2: All the nine out. months later uh-huh. it's
1: gonna be like i am legend okay it's gonna be you and your dog and if you got a sword or whatever you good if not you can't fight you can't defend yourself you're out the first people who are gonna lose during a situation when there's no society or people who are already on the verges like people who are already ill or sick follow people who are maybe obese or whatever or who can't escape or run i'm, make, I'm being facetious but it's true the people who are sick will go first follow people who are obese The people who are survived would be the people who are the most fit in terms of surviving different types of difficult situations. And who do we know in a society who are used to difficult situations on a daily basis? Black people in general. So society in itself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is really one of the most difficult things that we have to traverse because it's the systems that are in place that make life difficult for us, not just being on the earth. You see what I'm saying? So I think it's very ironic that you feel unsafe but really, work. We are we are made unsafe by the by economic the system. system. By the system. But you are unsafe because of the whole man woman thing. So really, it's almost oh, no, no. more I'm difficult not... for you because it's a, it's a more it's it's right. it, it's it really there's no way of stopping that. Like we can change systems, we can overthrow governments. Apartheid is over. Mm-hmm. Black people have been running to Africa, South Africa, for twenty years. Okay, twenty years before that, no black people run Africa, South Africa. Even if somehow. You really got every man to behave. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Go on. There's there's still there's still no guarantee you'll be safe. I'd love to make You know what I'm saying? Every man to bake. There'll be be no guarantee you'll be safe still. If we all were safe. (laughs) I promise I'll behave. I promise. (laughs) I was still worried about you. (laughs) But with us. We can literally see an end of the road we can literally say if we really work hard as a society, we can actually make a better place for black men but I don't think there's anywhere on the planet earth that women in general will be truly safe from men that's, that's, that's crazy you that's right. I mean, think yeah. about that like I no think, matter what I think that if more men would <laughs> think
2: about that then they would then it, it would be a safe hopefully it would be a safer place for women. Yeah, and again, these are things I never thought about. Because we're not the ones not that's woman. doing this to us. Exactly, you're not doing yeah. it to yourselves. We're not doing it to yeah. us. And it goes along the
1: whole lines of you know women, you know <laughs> like all oh, she had to common and all this type of talk, and oh, what does she have on and all that. And I and I've heard all those arguments before, and you know some of them have certain measures of truth, and some of them are just cop outs. The truth be told is, if everybody was accountable for their own actions, there would be no problems anywhere. If everybody, everybody, excuse me, if everybody was to for their own actions. If men were truly able to behave themselves, you wouldn't have to worry about anything at night. You know, I go for a run. You could go for a run.
2: I I really enjoy <laughs> going for a bike ride at night, but, but I don't want to do that.
1: And I'm sorry. Oh no, no, you're
0: good. You're good. Um, I was just saying, like, kind of to go back to the first topic about um, like what your sister talking about, like where she can find a good guy mm-hmm. and how she can find a good guy, and then gathering some information of our our discussion on like, like safety, it's like, what can a woman do to stand out, Mm -hmm. you know, and and like, find, find a good guy, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So for me, what's really attractive is when a woman approaches me. Okay. You know, because that's, it's like, we should all be so lucky. Are we running Shauna out of the room here? Are we, are we running? (laughs) You were supposed to take care of the bathroom before we started. (laughs) Sorry, and, and I'm drinking a gallon of water a day. Okay. All right. You know what? We'll just take a quick, a quick pause for Shauna. Do I wait. I think it'll be longer than that. It might be. It might be. It might. I was trying to think of the Pink Panther so She had so a know. lot of water. She did have a lot of water. Yeah, so. um, okay. Maybe that was my cue that I shouldn't share this thought. I might be. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I'll just keep it to myself. Um, Yeah, let me see here. Oh, she's oh, back. She's that back. was fast. Very nice. I, Dad, don't slam the door. I, I didn't know that I it was, didn't, I didn't oh. to slam the yeah, door. We'll have a training session on okay. how to use these doors. It's um, no, okay, push, they are kind of funny. They're, they're, they're temperamental. are the just, just are uh, temperamental. my hands. So what I was saying is like, okay, because I think what every man appreciates, not just myself, is a woman who shows initiative. Mm-hmm. Um, like and goes up to, to him and not just, you know, bumps into him casually and says, Oh, excuse me, you know. Yeah. That's cute too, because it does get our attention, but like yeah. if she if she really wants it, it's attractive when a woman shows you and tells you that she's interested. Like mm-hmm. directly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very rare. It, it's very rare. And I think <laughs> what it is is because I think what men recognize subconsciously, mm-hmm. I think because subconsciously, I think men know that women are walking through the world in fear, so mm-hmm. subconsciously. because mm-hmm. uh, we cause like when we we can kind of feel when people are intimidated around mm-hmm. us or you know when someone's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you know and that uncomfortable person is largely the small woman by herself in a crowd, right? And we can we kind of know that subconsciously, that's what we' programming. Mm-hmm. And so I think when a woman is interested in a man and she takes the initiative to approach him, then it's like we recognize a woman who's operating outside of that state of fear, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, okay. And then it it almost it's almost like disarming. It's disarming for us. It's like, oh, it's nice. Okay, she. I don't have to prove that I'm a non-threatening person to her. She already feels that way. It was I didn't have to initiate a conversation. So it's like, okay you're different, because obviously you're not scared, Mm -hmm. you're not intimidated, because it's something that I think that registers inside. So I think, I mean, would you agree, Channing, that it's attractive when a woman comes up and shows initiative and genuine interest?
1: I can count on three fingers how many times this happened to me, and each time it was a pleasure. I was pleasantly surprised, and ironically, when it happened, I didn't know what was going on because I wasn't used to it. Mm-hmm. I thought they needed directions to the bathroom. Right, <laughs> right, Friend, right. right. I'm like, why is this woman talking to me? What does she say? Right. You, you want my number? Yeah. For what? Did You lose your dog? You've said this
2: so many times, and I, I'm
1: just so, <laughs> I feel so sorry. Like, what are you talking are about? You, you want to do? Buy me a drink? I got money in my pocket. How dare you? <laughs> You're a offensive. You, madam, I'm offended. by it. <laughs> if you suggest that I not have any money. You want to buy me a drink? You want to poison me? <laughs> you want to give me the pill cosme treatment? Okay. Yes, there's some type of ulterior motive here. There's something going on here. You know, are you a, or in Vegas? Are you a working girl? Like, why are you talking? Look, I'm never comfortable in Vegas when a woman coming up to me because I always think they're a prostitute. Because a lot of times they are.
0: You know, in, in that, Vegas, in that in that location,
1: oh probability the probability, probably. You're goes like, like, okay, she's bit. real pretty. She's walking up to me. She's a working girl. Right, it's it's <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, then you're right. Most of the time, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me not get into that, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. come on, like, and, I, and then I'm, like, I'm sad, I'm like, man, oh, because she was cute, right? So, you didn't like me, you just you know, it's whatever. So, whenever it happens, I, I wish it would happen more often so I could be used to it because mm-hmm. I'm not used to it, I'm used to having to make the first, second, 14, 37th move, so it doesn't happen as often as it should. Mm-hmm. I think if women did. And this is, this is real shit, okay? Mm-hmm. If women took their life in their own hands in terms of a man, I believe that more women would be happy with their choices because you got to choose. I know you want to be the prize and all that, but sometimes it takes some a little bit of effort. you know. Like I told my sister, he may not see you from across the hall. You have to let him see you at least so he can know it's you. Mm-hmm. Don't say, well, maybe it ain't meant to be. How can it be meant to be when you didn't even try it? Mm-hmm. If you don't try that, that equals 100% failure. Mm-hmm. At least when you try, it's 50-50, and 50 50s is the best odds you will ever receive. 50-50, I can live with that, up or down. But what I can't live with is not trying. And I feel like most women just don't try and then they make excuses for why it didn't happen. Well, it was God didn't want me to have him or he's probably married or he's probably gay. <laughs> Maybe he has something in his eye. He didn't see you, okay? Even if he's looking in your direction, he might've been looking four degrees to the left of you and he still didn't see you. You can't make assumptions. And i told my sister this as well. Get in his way, okay? Let him see you, okay? At least you have a chance. 100% of the shots you don't take, you miss. And that's it.
0: That has got to be the most uh, simplistic way of looking at it, and I think I, I love it. You said if you want a man, get in his way, and that's that. Like we can't ignore you if you're right there. It's like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm paying attention. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. That's actually great advice. Like if you if a woman wants a man, get in his way. We got to know you exist. Right. Right. <laughs>
1: you know what I'm saying? Like I I don't know who you are. You don't exist. Like come on. I mean, mm. it seems simple, stupid, because it is. It's like, again, men—we are, are simple. We, we're all damn near retarded. Okay, I'm sorry. that's We're simple. Okay, men are like specialists. We specialize in doing one thing very well. This
2: is what I said earlier. And women
1: can just be juggling and this is doing what I all said this. Earlier, when yeah. I see that, I'm like, how are you doing this? Mm-hmm. I wish I could do that. It looks amazing. I and do not difficult. wish I could do that. No, it looks like a lot of work. It <laughs> looks like a lot and of work. Just making it happen. And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> You over here, you're ironing and making breakfast?
2: And menstruating. <laughs> How in yeah. the hell are you
1: not, your yeah. brain don't blow up. I can't do all of that at all. Like, like you know, it's like chewing gum and walking. Like, that's that's difficult enough. You, <laughs> know? you guys are doing a lot. Yeah. And so that to me is the cheat code for women. Number one is to, number one is to, I'm sorry, again, this is maybe taboo, but it's really not. You should be what you're looking for. I wholeheartedly believe in that. You know, you have to have the confidence to know yourself enough to know what you're looking for and what you want for yourself and what you think you have to offer.
2: Do you think your sister knows that?
1: Uh, I think that she overvalues herself because she's living off the steam of the past. Okay? Okay. What I mean by that is, again, this is... This is society. Mm -hmm. I didn't make this up. This is society. It's not popular, okay? I get this. Um, I remember being in high school, and I remember in high school, I would see something that was disturbing to me, but it was was part of the game. I remember getting up, going to the bus stop, riding the bus to school, getting to school, seeing girls dropped off and picked up by men who were not their fathers Mm -hmm. or their brothers, Mm -hmm. who were adult men, who were grown ups. Okay. And then it occurred to me that women were being involved with people who were older than them. And so men who were my age were, actually, I'm a boy. A 16-year-old boy has almost no chance of dating a 16-year-old girl, okay? Unless maybe he got some kind of, uh, he has a nice card and his parents bought him or something or something else. He's a ball player or something. If you're Joe Blow and you're approaching a girl who's also Joe Blow, she's aspiring for more than what you are and a lot of times not all the time but a lot of times a lot of guys in school don't really get as much experience as the girls in their same age group girls are able to go to nightclubs and be taken out on nice dinners and stuff and i'm 16. i work at the mall okay i'm making minimum wage i can't afford all that stuff so i don't get to experience any of that until i become a man so what happens is it's what I call revenge of the nerds, okay? Now the man's 30. Now he has a good-ass job. Now he can afford to go out. And what does he do oftentimes? Subconsciously, he's still liking that girl from when he was younger. So he'll be dating women who are probably way too young for him or women who are younger than, you know, than his age group because, see, column A, it was happening when he was in high school, and now he's doing the very thing that he saw done, and the circle's complete. And that's because, again, people oftentimes are looking for something that they don't have themselves. They're looking for a hand up in their situation. And unfortunately for men, most of the time we don't have that option. A 16-year-old boy, a girl who's, who's 18 ain't feeling him. A girl who's 23 ain't going to talk to a 16-year-old boy unless Hope she's some kind of whatever. Hope we not. know this. But a 16-year-old girl will be liking a 23-year-old man. And you know what I'm talking about. It's very common. In every state of the union, not just where I'm from. So, the last question I want to ask is because we've basically
0: been talking about uh, how, for the past, for the last piece of the conversation, mm-hmm. talking about how what women can do to find uh, a man. Right. And so, Shauna, what do you think that men can do to find a good woman?
1: Ooh,
0: that's a good question.
1: I, would, I would, I'm all ears.
0: I'm all ears. <laughs> Too soon, guys. We're still trying to figure it out, right? Are right. we on? <laughs> Let's
1: see. Let's see. I I am I'm more than ready to hear this answer. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> my seat's on my seat's a little warm. <laughs> <laughs> Too much information changed. Right. <laughs> Too much information. Don't want to know that. Don't want to know that. Uh, I'm on the hot seat because I've got cold. some plastic. <laughs> 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 of course. <laughs> gotta have the plastic on there. You gotta last.
2: Um, so I don't know that men have to go anywhere specific to find good women. I think that, and if I don't know how we want to qualify the word good, but just in the general term, good women mean someone that's not going to, you know, be disrespectful and love you and, and, and what have you. Um, I feel like there are good women everywhere, but I also feel that good is relative. Um, If you're looking for a woman, then we're everywhere. What it also takes is understanding that we just, that everyone has options as to what they want as a partner or what they want as a, wife or or whatnot, but I think that, I think that instead of looking for something specific in a woman, something that, uh, something that, uh, something that can be tactile or qualified, I think that, yeah. I think that we have to look within ourselves and decide what it is that we really want in someone that we want to spend time with and look for those qualities in the, in the women that are present in front of you. Um, If you are looking for someone, if, if, for example, you're a man that likes tall women, then I don't know, maybe the WNBA is where you're going to go to find tall women. Um, if you're looking for an athletic woman, then look for a woman that plays sports. If you're looking for someone that is, depending on whatever it is that you're looking for, seek that out where you can, but don't dismiss the women that are right in front of you as well. Um, more often than not, the women that are your friends are also women that will probably love you as well.
0: So I completely agree with that about figuring out what it is that you want Mm -hmm. and then seeking that out in your significant other. Mm -hmm. So, But I I think the the tall order is figuring out what it is that you really want. Mm -hmm. So what is something that men can do to help figure out what it is that we really want?
2: what it, what it is I'm sorry one
0: more time Well you said that to find to find the woman that we're looking for we need to figure out what it is that we really want from a woman right mm-hmm. So but I think a lot of men don't even really know what they're looking for until it
1: until it's like gets fair. in his way
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> So so how can a man Figure out what it is that he really wants so that when it does get in his way, mm-hmm. when she is right in front mm-hmm. of him, that he doesn't just dismiss it.
2: I think that men have to find ways to be friends with women. When you, when you surround, when men who are not used to being around women um, eventually put themselves around women, they learn what life is like from a woman's perspective. I think that if we're all, if we have the ability to put ourselves around people who are different from us in some particular way, um, it makes us more compassionate about how the other person exists, and your mind is open to being exposed to deciding whether or not you want that particular trait, quality, person, what have you, in your life. So, um, you know, take for example, I, I. Started cycling in this year, and I don't think I've ever been around this many athletes. I don't think I've ever been around this many people who are physically active. I'm a professional artist. I've not really cared about sports all my life or being physically active. And now I think about it every single day. It's also a quality now that I that I look for when I'm thinking about who I want as a partner. I want someone who is physically active. So similarly, I think that if you if you want to know what it's like if you want to have more women in your life and you want to have and you want to find qualities in a woman or even try to figure out what it is that that you're looking for if if it's in a woman you got to put yourself around women and you don't necessarily have to put yourself around women that you are attracted to that you want to have that you want to have sex with that you want to be like women are here not to be women are not here just to be possessed we are here to coexist not every woman that is in a man's life is going to be their their partner or their sexual partner or romantic conquest or whatnot some of us just want to be your friend some of us just want to be the homie some of us just want to be the big sister little sister or whatever we just want to live and, and coexist with you within community um and i think that if men were to just if if men were to look at women more so as humans and, rather, and not so much as conquests, then we would learn more about one another and we'd be able to see qualities in this person that maybe I want in my life. You know, maybe I want that guy who is more physically active because I feel good when I'm working out or maybe I do want a woman who also enjoys cooking because... I'm starting to enjoy cooking, and I think it'd be cool to kind of cook together. You put people in your life that, that give you a variety and lots of people that give you, give you a sense of, um, not a sense of anything, but give you um, some options and choices to choose from, and then it's, it, you end up discovering things about yourself.
0: Wow, that is um, very enlightening. Thank you, thank you. I have more food for thought To chew on. Um, Thank you for the insight, Uh, Shauna Channing. I appreciate you guys joining. No more conversations this evening. No more. My pleasure. (laughs) All right, and uh, we will see you guys later.
2: Thank you. Thank you.